back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. July 13th, 2021, downgrading American Tower and Crown Castle to neutral. We are downgrading American Tower and Crown Castle to neutral from buy on the back of a rally in treasuries, a contraction in the spread of AFFO yields to the 10-year treasury, and a lack of near-term events that can drive better-than-expected growth. We recommend investors interested in maintaining exposure to the predictable growth of the U.S. tower industry swap into SBA Communications, which has not rallied as much as its peers and still offers some opportunity to generate upside in results. We are establishing a new end-of-2022 price target for SBA of $413, which implies a 3% AFFO yield on our 2023 estimate. What's left? At the start of the year, we highlighted the five reasons to own tower stocks in 2021. These events have largely played out. Meanwhile, AMT and CCI are up over 24% year-to-date, largely in line with the Vanguard Real Estate Index. The stock rally has reduced their AFFO yields to near all-time lows, driven by a contraction in the spread versus treasuries and a rally in the 10-year itself. Fundamentally, we remain bullish on the low-risk, high-single-digit, five-year CAGR of these companies. But this outlook is not unique, and new events that can drive upside to growth remain sparse. T-Mobile has ramped up its activity and signed master lease agreements. Verizon laid out new and specific capital investment plans. Dish's network build has begun, and the pace is more clear. Cable operators have signaled they are not network builders. There are even some potential negative catalysts if labor or supply chain issues slow the network upgrade plans of wireless operators, or if a purchase of Legato Spectrum reduces the need for C-band network densification. Here's how we could be wrong on AMT. AMT is traded as tight as 150 basis points to the 10-year treasury in early 2019, when it hit a record low. It more typically trades 250 to 300 basis points wide of the 10-year, as shown in the chart below. That is wider than its current spread of 215 basis points. Nevertheless, a 75 basis point contraction is possible from a further inflow of REIT investors based on the predictability of its business, quality of its assets, and its above-average growth. In addition, treasuries could continue to rally, making AMT's AFFO and ultimately dividends more attractive. If the 10-year rate fell to 1% and AMT's spread tightened to 150 basis points, it could rally to $409 based on the consensus 2022 AFFO estimate of 1022. That's 47% upside from current levels. That does not seem like a probable scenario to us. AMT could also deliver upside to consensus estimates. That is admittedly more challenging due to the MLAs it secured in the United States. However, dish growth could accelerate and be larger than anticipated. Cable operators could build wireless coverage with CBRS, or if they buy 3.5 gigahertz spectrum in the upcoming auction, International markets could outperform or benefit from moves in currencies. Some of this is likely already captured in consensus estimates. Our 2022 AFFO estimate is in line with consensus. What if spreads widen? While we are not in a position to call rates, it's useful to contemplate the risks of any reversion in rates, and more importantly, the spread to historical levels, particularly at a time when we believe there is little fundamental debate or controversy about these stocks. If the 10-year Treasury yield rose to 2.0% and AMT's AFFO spread widened to the low end of historical levels of 250 basis points, it could see downside to $225, a 19% correction. 
This seemed like a reasonable possibility. Another 50 basis point move down in either the 10-year or the spread could drop AMT stock to $205, representing 27% downside. Warming to Crown's fiber story. We continue to warm to the future growth opportunity of Crown Castle's small cell business. Over time, Crown Castle should be able to better leverage its existing fiber footprint as small cells and other wireless data technologies proliferate. Yes, this will require capex at lower returns than simply adding new tenants to a macro tower. However, we believe that C-band spectrum will require more densification, including small cells, if AT&T and Verizon do not pair it with substantial uplink spectrum. $15 billion to enter the fiber small cell business. Crown Castle spent $11.4 billion on acquisitions of fiber companies that gave it over 60,000 route miles of fiber, 80% of which we estimate are metro fiber. Over the past five years, Crown invested more than $4 billion in new fiber investments, increasing its route miles to 80,000. That incremental capital investment is likely 80% driven by small cell opportunities. It has also been offset by prepayments of $1 billion from anchor customers. Fiber and small cell business is valued at nearly $20 billion. We estimate Crown Castle's current stock price implies a value of $19.5 billion for its fiber and small cell assets. That's a 70% markup on the price of its fiber acquisitions, and a 35% markup if we factored in the net capital investments in fiber over the past five years. This value also implies 20.5 times our forward 12-month cash EBITDA estimate, and 16 times if we included the non-cash amortization of prepaid rent. We also took a shot at valuing the small cell business. If we assume the legacy fiber business was valued at 16 times cash EBITDA, it implies a small cell business value of $8.3 billion. That is two and a half times what we estimate Crown has invested in new small cell net capital investments over the past five years. It also implies 36 and a half times our 2021 estimate of Crown's small cell cash EBITDA. That's less than a 10% discount to the level at which we believe macro towers are currently being valued in the market. Small cell investor bulls might argue for a premium valuation for a small cell business as the growth potential is at least double the outlook for domestic macro towers. But that growth is capital intensive and currently comes at an estimated 55% cash EBITDA margin compared to an estimated 70% cash EBITDA margin for its macro tower business. Macro tower margins are 77% and 81% at AMT and SBAC. If a larger inflection in growth in small cells ultimately happens, as many bulls and company management expect, a higher multiple might be merited. We do not expect that in the foreseeable future and would prefer to wait to see signs of that growth inflection. Swap into SBAC. We are hardly excited about SBA at current levels, and we recognize that these stocks will likely trade as a group. However, we believe it offers a reasonable return potential relative to its peers. Over the past five years, SBA has traded at a tighter spread to treasuries than its peers, which we believe is appropriate. It is the highest mix of cash EBITDA from the highly valued domestic tower business, and a de minimis AFFO from non-cash prepaid rent amortizations. SBA has also not relied on MLAs, which could result in more upside potential in the near term from T-Mobile and Verizon. Part of our ability to continue to recommend SBA is that it has trailed its peers in 2021. This is not a typical occurrence and is not merited this year. Over the past five calendar years, SBA has outperformed both its tower peers three times. 
In aggregate, it has outperformed over 5 and 10 years. We believe it can outperform AMT and CCI over the next 18 months, but recognize that it faces the same headwinds as its peers in achieving outsized returns. $413 price target. Our end of 2022 price target for SPAC of $413 implies a 3.0% AFFO yield on our 2023 estimate of $12.48. Our prior end of 2021 price target of risks. SBA operates in markets outside of the U.S. where it could face political and currency risk, particularly in emerging markets. U.S. wireless operators could establish new greenfield tower companies that could accept lower rents, a strategy used in the past. Small cells could present a larger opportunity in the future as networks densify further. That's our risk section. Thanks for listening and have a great week.